Hello and welcome to another edition of Kevin Unplugged for Monday, October the 24th, 2022. How's everyone doing? I hope all of you who were listening to the previous show over on, um, I don't know, one of those other spots has found your way over to Anchor where I've moved this. And by the way, before I forget, I'm also in the process of moving the Jeff Galloway Extra Mile podcast over to Anchor as well. My my old spot still works, the one I've been doing for 13, 14 years, but Google's making all these weird changes. And for some reason, when I upload something, content over there, it's almost a week before it's pushed out to all the podcast platforms. And I just can't take that. It's just, um, you know, nothing I do is extraordinarily time sensitive. Um, I did want to get the last episode out in time for Nate to have it and to listen to it on his long 29 miler. And it, it didn't work. I, had to, I did get it to Nate. But the only way I could get it to him was to actually post it on the extra mile feed. And that one went out almost immediately. Which is weird because I'm using the same service for both of them. And then subsequent to that, I've tried to post a few of the um, Galloway Half Mile episodes from years ago. And... Those all took close to a week to upload. And anyway, if by chance you guys have not subscribed, I'd ask you to get over to your podcast platform and just do a search on the Galloway Extra Mile. And you should see a feed there that only has about, I don't know, less than 10 episodes. Most of them are the, um, the half episodes. I think the most current is maybe 9.3, and uh, but there, you won't see all the old ones in there. That's the way you know you've got the new, the new podcast feed. Also, I think the picture changed. It's a caricature of um, Chris Twiggs, Jeff Galloway, and me. And I think the old picture was just Jeff and Jeff and I. So that's the other way you'll know. You're, you're looking for a picture of three of us. So. Just subscribe there and you'll be good to go. And I apologize for the confusion and the pain in the rear end. So I'm out walking today and I thought I'd stop in and talk because I think it's been several months since we've gotten together for this one. And I had some uh, weirdo things I wanted to talk about. First of all, uh, I am walking today. This is my second walk of the day. And um, my plan is, I did about three and a half this morning. My plan is to do, I think, four this walk. It's later in the afternoon. It's a gorgeous day, approaching 70 degrees and not a cloud in the sky. And I have this weird thought I wanted to share with you that, um, you know, with this whole running thing, and particularly with the Galloway thing, I seem to go through phases, and I, I don't think I'm alone here. I go through phases of things, parts of my training, and running that are hard 
and it's not always the same. You know what I mean? Sometimes, particularly if I'm training for a uh, half marathon, my long runs are hard. Um, they get, at a certain point, at a certain distance, they get very boring to me. Obviously, if I'm um, if I got the pace going too fast, they they hurt. You know, they they stress me out. They are difficult. So that's the hard part of my running. Of course, when we all started Galloway, my guess is it's certainly true with me. The hard part of Galloway when I first started out was trying to convince myself that if I took walk breaks, I was still running. You know, and I think. I think that's a um, a common thing for all of us. Now, once I got over that, I have not looked back, not, not one second. But it was difficult at the beginning. Um, this latest round of training I was doing, and Coach Twiggs had me doing some speed work, that suddenly, you know, I think I got to 10. 10 um, half-mile intervals. That was hard. And it was even hard after number 10 walking home. But what tends to happen when you do something that is hard and keep at it is that you start showing results. And once your results hit a certain level, it's no longer hard. And if, uh, if things are going really well, your training's just going along really smooth and you don't hit any rough spots. But that's uh, typically not the case. Something crops up. But what um, the reason for this long diatribe about difficult things is a weird thing that I'm going through right now that is my difficulty in my running. And um, let me fill you in on some of the good of my training. Right now, I'm feeling as good or better as pretty much I ever have in my running. My paces have all come down to pretty much the same pace um, as I was running 10 years ago, tw 12 years ago, you know, when I was training for that marathon, whose name will not be mentioned. And um, that helped, That I mean, that makes me feel great. I'm running my um, short stuff, which by the way, when I do something very short, which to me these days is three miles, I try to speed it up. I will extend my intervals sometimes, or on my run breaks, um, I will almost turn them into a speed workout. So as an example, I'll do a 60-30. And for those 60, I'm really pushing it. So um, those three milers are, I've once again started seeing times in the 10 minute plus range, sub 11, I should say. Nothing in the low tens, but high tens, I'd say, right? For my middle distance stuff, which to me is a five or six mile, uh, almost all of them are in the low 12s. One day last week, I did one in the um, like 1140 range. And the long stuff, the last really long one I did was, was bird in hand. That was obviously half marathon. And um, I had only trained for about five or six weeks and um, 
did that with a couple of very close and, and lovable friends. And that pace was, now I've forgotten, and it was 13, I think low 13s. I might be fibbing, so don't hold me to it. But whatever it was, um, psychologically, I was very, very pleased. I can tell you this, it was sub uh, three hours. It was two, 255, because 255 or 257. Because the big deal was, Roxanne and I started talking at maybe the, I don't know, nine or 10 mile mark about whether or not the math worked out so we could break three. So from then on in, that's that was the goal. So my point is, um, my paces are coming down. My runs are psychologically easier for me. In fact, the other day I, I did a three mile run, which once again, I told you was my, my, um, my short run. And I did them without inserting walk breaks, which to me was difficult at a time. My intervals right now are being extended. I did a five miler yesterday and I did a two minute run and a 30 second walk. So, you know, that's a four one interval. I haven't done that for a while. But let me tell you the weird part of this. As all those other things, my pace is going well, my miles are going great. Getting a lot of walking in. So I'm moving a lot and it's all, all going very well. Hang on a minute. Let's let, let Mr. UPS get out of here. But you know, the weird thing that has become difficult for me lately, it's resting. Now, you would think that sitting on the couch and putting my feet up and just resting a day or two would be pretty easy. But when my momentum is going so nicely with everything else in my running, in my brain when I rest, I think I'm losing some of that. Now, I know I'm wrong. You know I'm wrong. In fact, um, the resting part has gotten so bad that um, a couple of things. First of all, I'm starting to feel an overuse injury in my hip. Yeah, that hip. Now, I think it has nothing to do with um, with the surgery. Um, it's definitely an overuse. You know, it's... it's um, two plus months of literally seven days a week with a five mile walk and then usually with another either a three mile fast run or another five or six mile medium pace run. And that's a lot of usage. And I know darn well that after I run, you know, a six miler in sub 12, I should take the next day off go out for a walk that doesn't bother me but you know I get up and I take my walk and I'm feeling good and I think oh I'll just go out for a little bit here's how bad it is I, I told myself for sure today I did what I do yesterday was gonna be my day off nice gorgeous sunny Sunday there was some football on TV <coughs> so I got up and walked about three miles in the morning and then I was going to go for another short three-mile run in the afternoon. Well, it was so gorgeous that I ended up going for a um, five-mile run. And I pushed it. You know, it came in at... Um, 
pardon me, came in at um, just under 12, like 11.58 or something. And that was not a rest day. So I've got a little soreness in my left hip and it, um, it kind of manifests itself when I'm sitting around. When I go to stand up, I have to limp a little bit. And the last time that that happened was back after the bird in hand. It was like that after that, but it's completely overuse. And, and it's only because resting is so darn difficult and it's a mental thing to me, I know. There's another way I know that I'm not very good at it. Today was gonna be a walk and it is. I, I've, I've fought this so hard the entire time out. Um, I even brought my timer. Why, why do I need a timer? I'm going for a walk, but I throw it on there just in case I can't go through with the real walk. But so far it's worked out. Just coming up on two miles at a nice leisurely pace. 1830s. There goes Mr. UPS again. So we're following him around on his route. It's like when I walk on Mondays and it's the Mondays in the morning and I'm following the garbage truck around. So anyway, I just thought that was weird. The way different things rotate being difficult and why in God's name should resting be so difficult? It makes no sense to me. I, uh, I pulled a rookie mistake a couple of days ago. I've gotten in the habit of driving my son and his buddy over to his gym where he has been lifting weights. And um, it's about a half a mile from a really, really nice park. And the park also empties out into a um, community here in Cincinnati where they have these wide sidewalks virtually everywhere. And it's pretty flat. I can run forever over there. My neighborhood's not like that. I can, I got like a five mile loop, but if I try to leave my neighborhood, it's on some pretty dangerous roads. So I get in the habit of taking him and his buddies over to the gym and then I'll go to the park and run. Well, I was in such a hurry the other day, yesterday as a matter of fact, that I rushed out of the house and left my, um, my shocks. And I also left my Coros watch at home. How annoying is that? Now I, so I ended up using my Apple watch to run with, which is okay. It's just, I don't feel as though it's quite as accurate as my Coros and I'm anal about that stuff. And I did have another set of headphones, just not my preferred pair in my car. So I was completely okay, but get stuff like that. I still had my squish band, by the way. I, don't, I haven't forgotten that yet. I'm uh, getting halfway decent along putting, putting a couple of podcasts together. First of all, the extra mile I've got, um, probably enough submissions that I could put another episode together. And I've started doing the production piece of that. Um, but if you'd still like to get in to that episode, which I think, I want to say it's 209. If you're interested, you should probably get me something soon within the next few days. And then with the Galloway deal, uh, let's see, I've got a, got a discussion set up tomorrow with some folks. 
And then um, I'm uh, trading some emails, putting together a couple other discussions for that one. So um, I would say if I get off my lazy butt, you'll have a couple of podcasts within the next week to two weeks. And once again, if you don't get over and get that new feed for the Galloway Extra Mile, you won't get that for... I'll post it on the other feed as well for a while until I feel like everybody who really listens to it um, has moved. But eventually I'm going to stop putting it over there and certainly it won't it won't update like the other one does. So maybe that's a good thing, you know, because I have always felt, at least with the Facebook page, that I honestly didn't want a bazillion followers. I would much prefer a hundred or a few hundred followers that were engaged versus just all these numbers. And I know on the Facebook page there are people that I have never heard of in my life. And my guess is uh, they may read the, the, the posts on the page once a month or so, but they, they wouldn't miss us if we went away. And honestly, if they don't engage, we probably wouldn't miss them very much at all. So, uh, either. So, and I'm sure that there are people like that on, at the podcast too, you know, um, if you, um, if you look at the downloads, I don't want to go into to numbers, but, but, um, the Galloway podcast gets a pretty decent number of downloads. And yet, I just have this feeling that a lot of people have subscribed to that <clears throat> and maybe don't even listen to it. You know, they just delete it when it comes in and it's easier to just delete stuff than to go out of your way and unsubscribe to the feed. So if, um, if some of those people, I will give them ample time to move, but if some of them don't move because they really don't listen to the podcast and they're unaware of what's going on, then... It's probably good for both of us. I think it was JD in one of his recent um, podcast updates mentioned about the um, the fall leaf leaf colors in uh, Pennsylvania, and um, ours are just spectacular right now. But I have this feeling that we're actually on the um, the downside. Um, maybe 25% of our trees are bare already, the smaller ones. And those big, beautiful ones have, many of them have turned from that brilliant orange to that kind of brown slash yellowish baby poop color that usually hits right before the leaves fall. And um, you've probably been hearing me step through some of the leaves. As I go, the crisp, dead leaves. This is the time of year that um, keeps me living in the north. Besides the fact that all my kids are here, so I couldn't leave anyway. But if I ever were to move south, I honestly would want to um, rent a place in the north part of the United States. Just for a few weeks, just while the leaves are turning, because it's just so beautiful. In fact, it just makes my runs more pleasant when the leaves are like this and I can see all these beautiful orange. Yep. That was a UPS guy.
Halloween's coming up. My, uh, my son stopped doing that a couple of years ago. My daughters, this will probably be their last year. And it's really just a way for them to get together with their girlfriends and walk around and gab for a couple of hours. So, But they are still going out and they've got plans to meet back at someone's house and, you know, just do whatever 13-year-old girls do. But um, I forget the costume they're going. Minions or something like that. I don't remember. But they sent me links to some Amazon stuff for costumes that they wanted. And they looked around. And they were, they were conscious about keeping the price really low. Knowing that they'd wear these things for a couple hours and never wear them again. So they sent me these links. And I ended up buying two of each, right? And spent in the low $100, $110, something like that. And I ordered it for him because I, because I couldn't say no, probably. But I said to them a couple days later when it came in, I said, you know what I would have rather done is put you two in the car and driven you to Target or Walmart and let you spend 50 bucks a piece on whatever you want. Now, if you wanted $50 worth of candy, go for it. They wouldn't do that, by the way, because the dirty little secret is my wife, the day after Halloween, will go through and let them pick out X amount. And then she takes the rest to our dentist. Yeah, doesn't that sound weird? But it's actually great. He weighs it and pays so much per pound of the candy. And then he sends it. I guess there's an organization that collects it and sends it to the troops overseas, which I think is very cool. Now, obviously, we're probably helping rot their teeth out, but... You know, if you're in the service and you're stationed overseas, it would be really nice to get a package full of candy, don't you think? Um, so they wouldn't pick buying candy at, at Target because they know that the next day they're going to lose it anyway. But I said, well, would you rather me do that than, than buy you a costume and have you walk around for two hours? Nobody bit on that. So whatever teenage girls do when they're together must be must be pretty interesting and fun. So I guess that's about all. I just want to stop and say hi. Like I said, my plan right now is to back off on the running for a while, at least until uh, I said back off. I didn't say stop. Right? You got that? It's on. It's being recorded. At least until my hip feels a little better. And or maybe when I go out, just take it easy. Why Why do I feel like I gotta um, run fast every time or keep the pace that I've been having? God, I've, I've, I've put together, I've invented, at least in my tiny little head, a couple of workouts that I really have no idea if they're doing any good or not. Pretty much the only reason I came up with them is because they're different. They keep my mind engaged. And at some level, I kind of think they're helping. But I think what I'm going to do is the next time that I get Coach Twiggs on the Zoom, um, I'm going to describe them and see if he can tell me whether A, Kevin is brilliant with these things he's inventing, or B, Kevin's a doofus. And I guess I should say C, because I guess both things could be true at one time. A, B, or C. 
that's always fun. I've done that before. I've asked him about workouts that I've tried, and he'll tell me, yes, it helps here, or no, it doesn't help here, but I've got a few i got to run by him. So anyway, I'm trying to back things off a little bit. Um, got nothing in the works other than trying to get through winter because it's coming, and sometimes it's not that easy here in Ohio. And on top of that, somehow during the winter, I have to add some sort of quality stuff so that by the time spring gets here, the very, very beginning of spring in March, I'm able to finish a half marathon in Atlanta, the JG 13.1. And I would love it if you guys tried to do the exact same. But we'll talk a lot more about that. That's all I got. I'm going to let you go. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the company today. Y'all take care and enjoy your extra mile.